Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Brinda, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, hello, thanks for having me. I'm Brinda, um, aka the Baking Londoner. I'm a Instagram baker, I would describe myself as. So I'm a hobby baker. I do it just for fun, for my own amusement and for my own eating. Um, And I just like trying out recipes, usually other people's recipes, and then occasionally with my own spin when I don't have the right ingredients. And if you haven't already had a look, blog is amazing. And it just makes you want to bake. I mean, my bakes are never as beautiful as yours, but it does make you want to bake. Oh, thank you. No, I I would love to do it more. Um, I'd love to do a bit more of it and do it more as regularly as you do your posts. (laughs) Um, But I do enjoy it when I get around to it and have the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Now for some food questions. Yes. Okay. So what did you have for supper last night? So you've picked me on a day where I've had a totally out of, not my usual supper at all. So um, yesterday was Diwali. So I was celebrating with my family. So I had a very unusual supper. I had lots of samosas. So lots of samosas for um, for my dinner with... Um, I had veggie ones. I had my favorite ones, which are full of potatoes. And then I also had paneer ones, which I've actually never had before. Um, I've heard, I know they're a thing and I really should have had them before. Um, but I haven't. And I, they were just, re- I really recommend them. Um, they were really lovely. They just have the, the most amazing texture. It's sort of like broken up in there, in the samosas. So I had a lot of those. I won't tell you how many, um, <laughs> But I had a lot of those. I had lots of like potato sort of chart with chutneys, which is really yummy. Um, and then I also had um, some sweets, uh, sort of like uh, Indian sweets. So mitai, it's like very sugary. So I had a real sugar rush and then a bit of a sugar come down. Um, and I've been munching on those today as well because I brought some home. Um, but that was my supper last night. But that is not, I was like to say, it's, it's a one-off thing once in a year thing um I usually eat much more plain food (laughs) those samosas sound amazing they were very nice I'd recommend I'd recommend the paneer ones googling where you can get hold of them I was when I got home (laughs) I love paneer it's so delicious yeah it's good stuff to be fair (laughs) (laughs) oh yes before I say it I know I'm a day late but happy Diwali Oh, thank you. Thanks. That was the only thing I did. Like I just rushed, yeah, rushed from work to see family and lots of food. We didn't even do any fireworks, but I watched plenty. It's quite nice. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it was lovely. Okay. So what was your favorite kind of food while you were growing up? So this is a really, really difficult one for me because I um, loved food growing up. So there's nothing, there, there were a couple of things I wouldn't eat. Uh, and I'll come to that. But there are a couple of things I wouldn't eat. That I just wouldn't go near. I didn't like them. Um, but everything else I would be so happy to eat. I was a kid who was really happy it was dinner time. I'd never moan if it was dinner time. Um, I'd be straight at the dining table and I would eat really, really fast. So I was just so excited <laughs> to be eating. Um, 
I have to say, when I look back now, I don't know if I could say that it was my favorite kind of food when I was actually growing up. When I look back and I think about the food of my childhood, the things that come back to me are school dinners. I absolutely love school dinners. Now, I know we're having this, we, we are having this cultural nostalgia moment, aren't we, at the moment for school yeah. dinners anyway? Yeah. You know, it's 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 a thing, especially the puddings that we'd get. But there were for me, it's the savouries I'm thinking about. We used to have a dish. Now it had a, I couldn't tell you what what specifically was in it because it was called meat pie. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what meat was in that pie, <laughs> but it was the best meat pie. It was like a water, um, I think it was like a hot water crust pastry, if I think about the texture of it. And it was so crumbly and it had this amazing oniony cooked down mince in there. So I'm thinking it was beef. Um, I'm, yeah, I hope it was either beef or lamb is one of the two. Um, <laughs> who knows? This was in the early 90s. So it may have been something else. Don't know. But um, it was really lovely. And we'd have it with um, super fluffy mash, loads of gravy. And that to me, when I think about growing up, is ha- having those meals in sort of a bustling school hall we had a little we actually I actually went to quite a small school it was like it used to be an old it's been an old stately home so it had really interesting interiors but our dining room was actually a dining room with a sort of hatch for the kitchen and then we sort of had these like pews and we'd sit along a dining table and kind of shuffle in so once you're in you're in basically you're stuck um (laughs) And uh, yeah, I sort of have a lot of memories of kind of eating these sorts of meals, the meat pies, and then we'd have the usual things like the shepherd's pies, toad in the hole. I absolutely used to love it when we used to have toad in the hole. That's like still one of my childhood favourites. Um, and then all the good stuff like the custard, custard for puddings. And we'd have turtle jelly, which is obviously the green jelly, which I still love. Um, so when I think about growing, yeah, I think that was my favourite. I absolutely loved school dinners. I was I was a pretty happy child eating whatever, but school dinners, I'd say were up there. Amazing. To be fair, I agree about, I wouldn't say it was my favourite, but I always think of, you know, jam sponge with custard. Yes. That's all I think of when it comes to school lunches. Yeah. I don't remember, don't really remember the food, but I just remember the pudding. really? Okay. Yeah, the puddings were good. Like, I could, yeah, I could talk a lot about puddings, but I think my favourite was like butterscotch tarts as well. That that I've seen recipes for them coming up again, um, but I just don't think I could ever recreate it as it was. There were probably no. more e-numbers back then. Um, <laughs> it was, it was just, yeah, just the best. I loved it, and yes, the jam sponges, jam sponge, chocolate sponge with chocolate custard. Yes, chocolate oh, custard. Yeah. I never got that at home. <laughs> no, neither. <laughs> Chocolate custard, what's that? Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, so what is your current favourite kind of food? So current favourite kind of food. So I went quite broad with this. With So thinking kind of very broadly. So a few years ago, I um, switched from just eating whatever to eating a pescatarian-only diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say currently, I mean... Obviously, I am restricted when I go to restaurants. I do, you know, have a a very limited sort of menu to pick from. But I have to say it's really made me appreciate seafood and I absolutely love seafood. I think that's 
broadly as a category, it's sort of my very favorite kind of food. I think within that, I'm obsessed with salmon. I will eat salmon. I, I eat salmon at least once a week and I'm always looking for different ways to cook it. So if you have any recommendations, I'd love that. Um, have you seen the salmon trend with the crispy rice? Oh my gosh, no, I haven't. Is this a TikTok thing? It's a TikTok thing, but it's also been brought oh. to the Instagram foodie. So I'll send you, I will send you it after this recording. <laughs> okay, I would love that. So when you say crispy rice, is this cooked with the salmon? How does that work? Are we talking I mean, kind of... There are so many different versions of this trend, but the one I watched earlier was um, a video by one of my favourite... Um, I don't know what you'd call him. He's like he's called Sam Eats. I don't know if you follow him. Um, he, he's on Instagram. Yeah, he's amazing. He makes all of these uh, recipe videos, but it's food ASMR. So it's oh, visually, okay. it's visually beautiful, but there's no sound apart from just all the cooking steps. So you hear the oh, sizzle yeah. of the pan and the chopping of the onions. It's just, it's amazing. Like it's one Love of my that. favorite accounts ever. Um, and he made, um, I think it was, he deep fried the rice. Okay. Um, and then put salmon on top of it. Oh, and it that sounds lovely. Amazing. So I'll send it to you. <laughs> Do, because I, that sounds really nice. And I don't think, have I, I've certainly never deep fried rice myself. So the thought of that Neither is very I. exciting. Like deep fried. Oh, yeah, that sounds really nice. <laughs> I do love the ASMR videos as well. I was really skeptical at first. What? What is normal this? ASMR? Yeah, a food ASMR. I just oh. absolutely love it. It makes me. Yes. I mean, I get pretty hungry watching food videos anyway. But this is just another level, yeah, licking same. the screen level. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will check out Sammy's. <laughs> Yeah, he is so good. Have you got any other recipes that you've been interested in with salmon this week? Or is that too much of a stretch? <laughs> What's that? Any other recipes? Yes. Have you been using a specific one recently or no? So I tend to do just, I love I love it just baked. So it's just cooked and like amazing. Just that point where it just starts to flake, done. Mm. Um, and I tend to just, make it like that when I try to do like different sauces with it and toppings but recently my most recent favorite is a mustard sauce that I came across that is just the right level of mustardy tang and it's really really good so that's the one I did last week and it's really nice um so I'm after something probably a bit more I don't know because that was quite a tangy one I tend to go opposite with flavors so I'll probably do something like a mustardy sauce rooty vegetables and then I'll probably want to do like a salady version or something with it next yeah. time just to so it feels like it's not you know so not the same thing even though it really yeah, is definitely. I am just eating salmon a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay so what is your current favorite place or restaurant to eat at mm, so this one was really tough again because I feel like it really depends on my mood and kind of what, whether I'm after a brunch dish, is it a special occasion? So I kind of went through places I've been to and places that I thought, what would I really recommend some, to somebody else? And this place just stood out. So I very 
luckily get to do food reviewing for another blog um and I get to just go along and try out restaurants which is quite that's fun. amazing yeah it's very good fun so we sort of get invites and um you know if there's a new menu or a new place has opened or it's sort of for, for like for example now there'll be lots of Christmas winter themes or menus coming out to try so this was when this restaurant had recently opened and it's called Untitled that's the actual name I don't know if they just ran out of time or <laughs> it is in it's in East London so it's quite trendy so I don't know if it was just an attempt to be really really cool um so I s- sort of thought oh I don't know what to expect here but when I went there I mean I just, I would, I've been there twice now. Um, I'll definitely go again and I would recommend it to anyone visiting London. It, the dishes I had there were just dishes I'd never had before. It's sort of small plates they do, sort of sharing ones. But I had it, they have, I think there's an award-winning bartender who did the cocktails. And one of the cocktails I had had cocoa butter vodka in it. And it was amazing. And white yogurt. And it was just this, like... It was almost like a sweetie, sweetish, like buttery. It was a sh- quite a short cocktail, but like alcoholic little shot. It was amazing. Mm. Like, like nothing I've had before. Um, that was great. And then some of the dishes, there was a um, oyster hot dog. So it's like a mini brioche roll with like a, a deep fried oyster. And then I think they had like a yuzu mayo around it. In, and wow. it was just incredible. I mean, wow. I'm like, that's a combo I've never ever had before. I just thought, what's an oyster hot dog? I'm ordering that. <laughs> and this is what arrived. It's incredible. Um, and they had some, then they had one dish, which is like the best aubergine dish I've ever had. It was miso aubergine. And it was like, it was almost like dessert because it was like, it was miso with hazelnut. So it was almost like this nutty, sweet kind of, it, I mean, I very much knew I was eating aubergine. There was that kind of smokiness, but it was it was just so, it was just melt in the mouth. It was, yeah, it was, it was just like a dream. Like I still remember the way these things tasted. It was that good. So I would say that would be, if I had to say, what's your absolute favorite, even though I haven't been in a little while, um, it has to be that place. It stands out like by a mile and I would really recommend it. Um, it's just so creative um, and everything's so small. So you can have a bit of lots of things, which is nice. That place sounds epic. Yeah. That's going on my London list. Yes, it should, uh, you'd love it. You'd absolutely love it. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Okay, so what kind of food did you dislike and now do like? Mm, okay, so like I said, when I was younger, there wasn't much that I disliked. Um, there were only a couple of things I refused to go near and eat. Otherwise, I would eat pretty much everything. And one of those things was beans, baked beans. I really? absolutely, yeah. I absolutely hate it. And most people say that. They're like, oh, what beans? They're just such a staple. Absolutely hated them growing up. And if we would ever eat something with beans, my go-to instead would be a tin of spaghetti hoops. Um, so I grew up having a jacket potato with spaghetti hoops on it instead of beans like everyone else in my family was having because I was just <laughs> weird. I just couldn't go near beans. Um, and then I'm not sure when the turning point came, um, but I really really now like beans but they have to be cooked in a specific way so I have to really cook them down a bit so they get a bit mushy yeah they're not I still can't have them when they're a bit watery straight up they still the thought of them coming out the can (laughs) just um but actually if I cook them down and put lots of pepper on in there you know just get a little bit of flavor in now I absolutely love them now I have to if if they're cooked a certain way um yeah 
was never never a baked beans fan. I mean, no. I still won't necessarily the texture. Yeah, I think so. There's just because something... if you like spaghetti hoop, that's a similar sauce as tomato sauce. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's something about the bean. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> something about the bean combined with that. Uh, yeah, it's it just I don't know why, and I never really put my finger on it, and I still can't. Um, <laughs> but if it's if it's cooked down well enough, um, and it doesn't have, it doesn't feel like a watery bean that's why I don't order it if I'm out anywhere if I'm getting breakfast somewhere I won't get the beans because like I can't do watery beans <laughs> breakfast ruined <laughs> um, but yeah now I would say, I would go as far as saying I do like them but in a specific way with caveats <laughs> yeah okay. poor beans <laughs> <laughs> I mean there are so many people that love them I think they'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, I don't think my weird review from childhood is really going to affect their popularity. I think they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in your opinion, what is an overrated food? Definitely knew this immediately. I would say, and I, I don't often say the word in my home, it's called the forbidden fruit, Um, but it's bananas. I absolutely think that I don't get it. Um, I've never been able to eat them. That was the second thing as a child that I couldn't have. Um, I just absolutely don't like them. I don't like the smell. I don't like the texture. I don't like the way they look. I've got off a bus before when someone started eating one next to me. I just exited the bus. I thought I'll get the next one. It's fine. I mean, I live in London and buses come every two minutes, so it's fine. But that's fine. I... (laughs) I got off the bus. I, I just, and I can't, I, my heart sinks when I go out for brunch and it says pancakes. And then the only pancake option is banana ones or French toast bananas. And, and there's nothing <laughs> else I can have an alternative. Well, that's me. That I, I think there should be a category, like there is for vegetarians, for people who don't eat bananas. And then they have specific <laughs> alternatives. Because <laughs> I've met other people like me. I know at least two other people were um, out there. One of my favourite influences in the whole world is Jules von Hepp. I don't know if you've ever come across him. He's a lovely human. He's like human I love sunshine. Jules. I came th- across him through Sarah, so Sarah Powell. <gasps> yes, yeah. through Jules and Sarah. Yeah. And um, yes, he detests bananas. Yes, there we go. There's three. <laughs> There's at least so, four of us then. There you go. <laughs> Of, of people you know now, all of them, you're you're not alone with your fear and hatred of bananas. I think this is one of those things where actually there's a lot of us out there, but we're just afraid to say anything because people because people say they're the perfect, you know, sports people eat them, like tennis players eat them mid-match and I have to switch Wimbledon over. Like, I just think we think they're way more popular than they are. I just, I just, I think there's, yeah, I think... If you don't like bananas, I think you should get in touch and we should form a little society and just see what the real number of us. I think we have probably have a lot of us. There's a lot of us. <laughs> They're not that great. You're all pretending. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't This has really made theory. me laugh. <laughs> it's not that you dislike them. It's just the whole, I can't stay near them. I can't see them on the television. It's just that... <laughs> No, it's it's literally it's it's the boulder fruit. 
of <laughs> my house. The fruit that shall not be named. Forbidden fruit, we call them. If my partner buys them, he has to put them in a bag in the kitchen. Um, once he, when we do our food shop online, I get him to add them. I say, okay, you can add them now because I don't even want to look at them and add them online to the cart. <laughs> but once he did that and he ordered six, but when they arrived, he'd actually ordered six bunches of five no. bananas. So we had 30 of these things turn up into my house. And at the time I lived in a really open plan place where the kitchen and lounge was open plan. The stairs were open and went up to the bedrooms. And so I was mortified. It's like, oh my God, this is my worst nightmare. There's 30 of them in my house. Like this is just, and there's nowhere to enclose them because everywhere's open. The next morning I came downstairs and it was like my worst nightmare. The whole place just smelled. And so I said, look, just take them to work. I'm sure, you know, apparently people like these things. They'll, they'll eat them. And so his solution was to blend them up while I was not home and put them in the freezer so he could use them for smoothie, smoothies. But he didn't label them. So about a week later, I was like, what is this huge container in my freezer? So I opened it, sniffed it. I was like, oh my God, traumatized again. <laughs> he was in the doghouse for that <laughs> for a while. Yeah, I'm not a fan, deeply traumatized. And I don't, I'll never understand. So definitely overrated. <laughs> Uh, I won't traumatize you any further. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sorry if I've offended any any no, I don't think lovers of them. <laughs> I don't think people care that deeply <laughs> about bananas, but if they do, I'm sure they'll tell me. <laughs> you get some complaints. <laughs> so, what do you think is an underrated food? Mm, so. I think this has sort of been given. I mean, I've seen the memes where they're like, yeah, it has actually had a sexy makeover in recent years. It has got really popular. Um, but I think it's cauliflower. Mm-hmm. I love cauliflower. When I was a kid, one of my memories is um, of watching my mum cook with it. And I was sat on the counter and I just eat it raw. I, and I still do that now. If I'm cooking with it, I'll always take a few bits off and just rinse them and eat them raw. I don't know if you've ever eaten it raw. It's amazing. Um, I love it. And I think it is underrated. It's like, I, I could eat it. I I do cauliflower purees. So that was one of the things sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll do with fish when I'm cooking. It's quite nice to have, um, as a little side, definitely love that. But, oh, just fried as well. Like fried in butter. Oh my God. It's just delicious. Cauliflower curries, absolute favorite. One of my favorite things ever. I think it, I know it is a little bit more popular now. But it seems to be more popular as a kind of carb alternative, like a low carb, but just in terms of being used just as for its flavor in its own right. I think definitely cauliflower. I think it's the best. (laughs) It's great. Well, lots of people love cauliflower. So are you not a fan? Because that was a well. No, No, you're not. (laughs) I, I just can't. I love broccoli, but cauliflower... I don't like the smell of it or the taste of it. The texture is okay. fine, but I'm just not a massive fan. If it's with something, say it's like it with the broccoli and there's no avoiding it, I'll eat it. But if <laughs> I can choose not to, then I won't. <laughs> I'm a very fussy have, eater. Have you had it with like, if you had it, I mean, I can get it if it's boiled. I think that's not doing much to it. But if it's sort of like... Yeah, I suppose if it's in other things, like 
it can be quite good. Yeah. I think it kind of works when it's flavoured up. Like recently I did a whole head of it roasted. There was this really cool recipe of like a vegan Sunday roast. So you just put loads of spices all over it and oil and then just roast the whole thing. It's quite nice. Um, But if you don't like it, don't like it. But that's like (laughs) one of the ways I thought it was, it was actually came up really, really well. It's not a roast. I'm not going to lie. It's no roast. (laughs) It's it's vegan. Yes. You can have it on a Sunday. Yes. But it's not a roast. Um, But it was, it was really good. It's, It's a nice little, it's a nice little way to cook it and very easy. Okay. So who is your current favorite chef? Um, so not really a chef. I'm trying to think. Um, so I don't know if she would count as a chef. I mean, you um, can say any kind of food. Person. Okay. So it would be um, one of my favorite people on Instagram. Who's a baker. Who's um, uh, Benjamina from Baker. Oh yeah. She, she just. Oh, I just feel like she's such a like breath of fresh air in the cake world because like. I love colourful cakes and I always will. I will always add a bit of food colouring to my frosting. Like I love, I love it. It makes me really happy. And I like doing all the extra frill stuff, but she doesn't do any of that. And I find her feed to be really quite calm. And I've got her cookbook and it's just so actually, have you got it? Her new way, a new way to cake. It's it's so good, isn't it? I feel like it just, isn't it? It's really relaxing. I think it's just something I like to like just flick through and the, colors are really calming she doesn't add any kind of unnecessary detail or design and I think it Mm -hmm. makes actually it makes the recipes I think look really approachable and she seems to just she just celebrates flavor so I think she just gets you excited about oh the flavor it's like she's got this really good recipe it's apple cake and then the caramels are sage caramel and I thought oh I've not tried that one yeah, it's really, it's so, so good. Like, again, it's just, and perfect for this time of year. Um, I think she just nails recipes for different seasons. Like she manages to kind of um, to, like celebrate flavours of that season without over, make it overcomplicated. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say she's one of my favourites just because she does all the, she has such restraint with cake, which I just don't have. I'm like, just add another swirl. I'm going to add a bit more food. Just throw some sprinkles on it. Like that's me with cake. I mean, and I've realised that's just who I am with decorating right. and making cakes. That's what I do. But I love her stuff because it just, it's all the things I don't do and I, I love it. And she's very nice as well. She runs a, um, she runs a supper club called The Sister Table with her sister where they cook for you and I went to it once and her food is amazing I'd really recommend it because it's it's just like place for conversation with like-minded women um it was so good and of of course you get Benjamina cooking for you with her mum and her sister it's it's so it's really cool it's a really cool cool event um I just think she's yeah, I just think she's amazing. I'm just like, wow, you're you're great. How do you do all this? <laughs> she's, she, and she just she does partnerships with like really cool brands like Bailey's and has these like cool recipes with them on Instagram. And yeah, she always makes me always makes me want to bake in her style, which I think is quite is quite nice to kind of have something different, do something different that you just wouldn't think of doing. You know, when you have your own way. Yeah, so she, I would say she's my favourite and has been for quite a while, quite a while. Yes, that's completely reminded me that I need to get that cookbook back out because <laughs> I got it, did it come out last year? 
I think so. It's definitely been, yeah, about a year, year and a because bit. Because I got it from my mother for Christmas um, and she was like, I thought you would love this. And I did. And I flicked through it many times, but I've not made anything from it. So that reminds me of that cookbook. Oh, okay. I think I've only made a couple of things. So I'm like, no better. I tend to get cookbooks and think I'm going to make everything. But I think it's more just the, I think we get them to read them, don't we? Some of us just to read and flick through the pictures. Um, But yeah, I would really recommend the apple one. There's also like a really easy plum cake. I think it's with like pepper. Again, it's like never something I'd pair. I'd be like plum and what else that's sugary, but she, yeah. it's plum and pepper that she's done, which is, that was really nice as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you make anything, okay, I'm going to look out on your feed now for <laughs> for your cake, Benjamin's cake on your feed. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I fully you expect it. <laughs> okay, so now for the most controversial question, which is your favourite ring on the hob? So I've never thought about this ever. Most <laughs> people wouldn't. I never thought, but obviously, I instantly I know what it is. It's a big one. Yeah, which it's a big one. Like, why would you not? And it and it's also made me think. Why don't we get more of the big ones? Like, we need more. It's always a big one because whenever I put something up, if I'm cooking a big meal, I get very frustrated that I only have one one big one. (laughs) Even today, I made a bit of scrambled egg, and it was just one egg, but I did it on the big one, and it was totally fine. It wasn't like, oh no, that's too much because I know how to control it. But I always get the opposite problem when I'm using the small one, which is not enough trying to boil up my cauliflower and it's just not boiling because I've got some, probably my salmon on the bigger hob. So, yeah, definitely the big one. And we need more. We Do most people contact. say that? The big one? Yeah, everyone says that. But I agree though, but it's completely dependent on how your hob is laid out though. Hmm. Mm. And nobody thinks to ask this question. No, I think we should petition hob makers for more big, bigger gas rings, because clearly that's what's coming out of this. (laughs) You're doing important market research here on behalf of curries or wherever. (laughs) I am. Magnet, if you're listening. um... (laughs) You've got stats if they're willing to pay. Definitely. (laughs) Okay, now for the final meal questions. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? This one is like a dream question, but also really hard. It's like, oh my goodness, but it's the, oh my God, it's final. Okay, (laughs) but... I had to come back to one of my favourite, favourite, like, snacky starters, um, which is, I don't know if you've had it, it's like an Indian street food, Pani Puri. It's, uh, it's like a little, oh, I'm going to have to, it's like a little crispy, hollow kind of ball, and you create a hole at the top, or it comes with the, already a little hole at the top, and it's served with, like, a you'll get like a little bit of like crushed spiced potato that you put in there and then you get like a little tamarindy kind of water that you fill it with and then you just eat the whole thing in one go yeah and it's like this explosion of like crunch spice tamarind it's really nice um but one of the nice things is when you if you're having them at a street food store they just keep putting them on the plate for you so you lose track of how much you're having they just keep putting them on your plate 
until you say stop, which I, is my kind of eating. Like there's no, yeah, me too. oh, here's six, you know, here's a plate of eight. No, they just keep going <laughs> until you say stop. It's great. Um, so I think I'd do that, but I would want the stall. Like I don't want a plate of six. I want the stall and I want the man stood there just, just with like one after the next, after the next. <laughs> that would be Absolutely. my starter. Um and that would make me, I think, really happy if it was going to be my final one. It's one of my favorite things ever. Um, and to have with it, I'd have like a tiny, just because of the nature of it, I'd have like a tiny um, little glass of proper mango lassi, which is like the mango Ooh, milkshake. Yeah. Um, because it's just the best combo because you you get the sweetness, yogurtiness to go with like all of the spices. It just cools it down nicely. Um, that would be my starter. And... I think I'd be happy. So it's like going to be my final meal. I think I'd be real happy with that. Satisfied. No other starters. See, I thought about this and I thought, no, I think that'll be it because the man would be there. He'd and have he the store and it'd be unlimited. Yeah. It would keep going. Like, I mean, I don't know at what point I'd start, but yeah, I, <laughs> Never. Think, I think that I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, ever. <laughs> okay. So what are you having for your main or mains of choice? So main, okay, this one was really, uh, this is really hard because again, <laughs> what do I want? Um, so I was, initially I was like, oh, just, what, do I want, I'm thinking like, do I want something that's like childhood nostalgia? Do I want something like that? But actually I think I want, which is one, something that's one of my favorite foods at the moment. And there's a place that does the most incredible, incredible pizza. Um, I used to think pizza was nice until I had like proper, proper yeah. Italian pizza and it's a place that does that it's called Loro de Napoli um mm. which I think it means got the gold, gold of Napoli I think it means um and it's it's just like the best pizza ever um they do this really nice one called the Sofia Loren but it has aubergine on it no and way grilled peppers and olives um and mozzarella and it's just the best it has like this amazing chewy crust like with sort of blackened bits I just love it. So I think I'd have one of those. Wood-fired pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd have one of those. I think that would make me very, very happy. It's like, oh, it just, when I, I remember when I had that, they opened a place near to where I used to live. And I went in and tried it. I thought, okay, everyone's going on about it. They're saying it's really good pizza. Sure, we'll go there. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. I get it now. <laughs> I get the yeah. fuss. It's so, so good. Like, it's incredible pizza. Again, if you're in London, they're in Ealing. I would really recommend going. I think they've won an award for being like the best pizza in in London. Um, really? That's so it cool. really is though. It's delicious. Like it is heavenly. You get all the cheese. It's like, oh, mm. it's so good. Yeah, I always think a proper Neapolitan, authentic wood fired pizza. You can't beat it. It's so delicious. And so delicious. It's nothing like the lie we're sold with, like Pizza Hut. Like I used to I think know. that was. A, <laughs> like, do you remember like Pizza Hut and the salad bar? Like that was like when you're a teenager. That was like the height of cool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, that was terrible. Oh my goodness. I mean, I still think there's a time and place for bad pizzas. Sometimes there's time and place for a Domino's. I know. Um, if you're really, really, really hungover. Yes. Then it's. <laughs> Texas barbecue from Domino's is like the best thing in the world. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, love that pizza and I just make it veggie. So that's like the best. But for my final, it would be it would be that. I mean, controversial opinion, but I think Papa John's is better than Domino's. 
for if you're going on a so, rubbish pizza. So yes, I see what you're saying, but I feel like Papa <laughs> John's is trying to be good pizza in a way. Uh, it's yeah, like trying maybe. to be better. And I'm just like, if I want bad, I'm just going to go bad. Like, <laughs> but I get what you mean. I think it is better pizza, but the best bad pizza I think is Domino's. Fair enough. <laughs> makes Fair sense. Enough. <laughs> the best terrible non-authentic pizza. Okay. Are you having any other names? I'm not, um, but I am having a drink. Um, I'm having a margarita. I'm having a properly strong salty rim margarita. Perfect. That is a cocktail that always makes me happy and hits the spot. Always. Lovely. That sounds like and such it's... a great meal. I'm just going to have a beautiful <laughs> pizza and cocktails. Great. Yeah, I feel like it's one you margaritas are ones you can get away with having at any time of day, right? Okay, yeah. morning margarita. Mm, well, yeah, midday margarita. Mm, better. Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you could sort of get away with it. Yeah, lunch. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I'd have a margarita whenever. Yeah. Okay, so what are you having for your side or sides of choice? So sides. Um, sides is tricky. But I would say if I'm having this pizza, then I'd want something to balance it. So I just want like a simple, nice Italian salad with like good tomatoes, Mm -hmm. maybe a bit of burrata would be nice, some good olive oil. That would be amazing. That would be great. Like one of those burratas that you can just like face plant in. Yeah. I'd love that. Gooey. Um, and a little bit of arancini. I've become a bit obsessed with arancini Ooh, recently. Yeah. Um, I remember when it wasn't even a thing. Like, it was like very, it wasn't that that popular, like maybe like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just become this huge thing. Like, why haven't we, why haven't we been eating these the whole time? They're just amazing. They're like, yeah, like a proper gooey bit of arancini with the cheese when you bite Definitely. into it. Springy, stringy cheese, really hot. I'd have one of those or two. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. And what drink are you having with your sides? Do I get a drink with my sides as well? Okay. Yeah. I'm not planning a drink with my sides. Got to stay hydrated. <laughs> drink with my sides. Okay. Mm. I'm going to go. Mm. I really think of what I would have with a. Well, this is a tricky one. I'm trying to balance this. I'm overthinking this meal. So, okay. If I'm going to have a margarita, I'm just going to say that if I was going to be having a nice I think I'd just be going for another cocktail because I do, I'm not gonna lie I do like most people I do love a cocktail or three um yeah. so yeah I think it would just be something like a nice not something too sugary to probably hmm, I don't think anything can compete because I think my margaritas up there is like my favorite so I'm just gonna go with another margarita the thought of having anything else seems to not balanced so I'm sticking <laughs> with my favorite okay so what are you having for your pudding or puddings of choice okay oh puddings okay this was easy because I've had the same favorite pudding since I was like quite young um and that is a lemon meringue pie I think really? it is pudding goals like I don't think you can get anything better than a lemon meringue pie like I don't think you can so it'd definitely be a lemon meringue pie with like a good ratio of meringue, like not a tiny little bit. 
good mm-hmm. thick bit of like gooey meringue on there really really good tangy lemon it's like, I just think it's the best dessert ever surprise I've never actually baked one because I think I'm so afraid of messing it up spending all that time <laughs> on pastry you know making the meringue and then feeling like it's just not good enough but if it's on the menu I will always order and I don't think they're on enough menus lemon meringue pies like I've never had it you've never had a lemon meringue pie no <gasps> no yeah have you actually not do you like lemony desserts or like citrusy desserts? Because yeah. to me, they're always my favorite. Lemony cakes, always my favorite. Okay, you need to have a lemon. <laughs> you need to have one. They, they're having a moment now because there, there are there's that huge Instagrammable one where like the pie is like this and then the meringue is like this. Oh pie. yeah, that's I've like seen they them. Have the, yeah, yeah. I know of them. <laughs> I just, I think I, I always pick something else. So. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm a chocolate So I would person. always... Okay, I, I'm the opposite. That's interesting. I would always give like a lemon dessert over chocolate. I'm not a huge chocolate dessert person. I, I always like like citrusy things or kind of... Um, if, if there's lemon, anything, I'll go for it. Um, or caramel. Okay, Definitely like yeah. love a bit of caramel dessert. So for me, it'll be the lemon meringue pie. Like definitely and when I say pie I mean the whole thing like I don't mean this obviously like yeah it's me the whole thing just just bring it bring me a fork and a spoon I'm good um I also like my desserts to be with a fork I'm a bit definitely have a preference for that as well I get I get annoyed sometimes when I get served something in a restaurant and they give me a spoon I think this is not a spoon dessert this is a fork dessert it's uh yeah, I definitely have a weird thing about it. So I'd need a whole lemon meringue pie yeah. with a high level of meringue and a fork. Definitely a fork. <laughs> that is my pudding or just a lemon meringue pie? Just a lemon meringue. I think a whole pie will do me. <laughs> enough, even for me. Um, yeah, that's perfection to me. It's like the perfect, perfect pudding. And what drink are you having with your pudding? So because this is my final meal, this is never something I would drink with a pudding as like a I just wouldn't because it's caffeinated so it'd have Mm -hmm. to be an espresso martini because I cannot drink caffeine after about five or six o'clock because it keeps me awake but seeing as this is my final meal it really doesn't matter so I would have a really really lovely strong espresso martini that would make me so happy because I rarely I always see them on the menu other people order them and I can't because I know I'll the one time I did, I was awake to about 3 a.m. Um, Me too. Just there like, thank you, espresso martini. <laughs> it's not worth it. I know, um, they're so, so delicious. Brunch, yeah. They're so yeah. delicious. I thought that. I was out for cocktails yesterday um, and I thought about it because it is one of my favourite cocktails. But I just thought, no, because it's about half eight right now. And if I have one, yeah. I won't sleep. <laughs> it's not worth it. You just, yeah, then you'll have to have another one to get you going in the morning when you've woken up. And then that's how it starts, you know. Yeah. So I had a a porn star martini instead. Good choice. Good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I would say, yeah, I would say have one of those because at the moment I only have them for brunches um and I love them they're great with brunch but I want I want it with a pudding for dinner (laughs) that would be such a treat (laughs) okay so will you be partaking in a cheese board Hmm. so I feel like there's only one answer to this question like (laughs) who would say no like yes yes obviously like if if I've ever been asked a question 
I, I never had it phrased that way before. Might be like, would you like some cheese? Would you like the cheese? Would you? Like... But will you be partaking in a cheese board? Yes, absolutely. Who could say no to that? Yes, I will partake in the cheese board. And what's on the dream cheese board? So I do like blue cheese. I am one of those people who loves blue cheese. So it's going to have to be definitely got to have a nice, good blue cheese on there. I love having, I love having like the nice spicy chutneys for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously you get the lovely little contrast of flavors. So for me, if you give me any chutney that's spice, I don't like the sweet chutneys. They don't really Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, they don't really do it for me. I feel, I feel like whenever we get to sort of, well, I suppose this time of year, gosh, we're already. I know. We're already there. Crazy. It's shocking. I find that so strange to say. I was, I was about to say when we get to November, December, like we were in November. <laughs> so, yeah, when it comes to kind of hunting out the good chutneys and kind of getting ready and getting bits, I definitely do. My fridge sometimes has about seven in them. And then it will be my, my boyfriend will be like, can we get, which of these can we get rid of now? Which of these do you not like? Which, do, and there might be one left that I've actually decided I like. Um, so I do get through them, but a nice spicy chutney, definitely a bit of blue cheese on there. I do like, I've had like oh, this, oh, I can't remember where I got it from, but there was like a, a food fair that we went to where they, we had a little bit, we had this amazing cheddar, but it had these mm. like crunchy bits in there. I can't even tell you like what, have you had it before? I've had it. Is it something craggy or something? Maybe. It just had a mix. I know the one just, you mean. It's got you know, Okay, you know. Parts. Yes. I'm, I'm going to hunt need, this down. I'm going to yeah. try and get it for Christmas again because I haven't had it in a few years. But if I could get a piece of that cheese again, I'll be so happy. Like that was the best thing ever. And the worst thing is I didn't even buy any because I knew that I wouldn't be able to store it until I was going home. So I just had some there and then didn't buy any. But I'd like to get hold. I'd love to get hold of that cheese again. So those would be my priority cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, spicy chutney, definitely some grapes, definitely some figs um, and definitely some red wine. This is a great dinner. This is the best dinner ever. Sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, to answer your question, yes, I will always be partaking of the cheese board. Always. Okay, and what drink are you having to end the whole meal? The whole meal. Okay, so we're getting drinks to finish. Okay, this might be a bit of a boring one, but I absolutely love, if I've had like a big meal like this, or I've had like several cocktails, different kinds of drinks, I absolutely love a tea. To me, that just, yeah, that's the perfect note at the end. Uh, I would probably have a really nice peppermint tea, but with fresh mint, best thing ever. I would say the exact same thing. Right? Yeah. It's just, it's the best note to finish on. Also, exactly. just there's something just lovely and warming about a nice hot tea. It's the best way. I feel like it just allows me to just relax as well. Like, okay, time to go home soon. My body's feeling like it's had a bit of a hug from the tea. I'm winding down. I'm ready to get on the tube and go home, ready to face it. <laughs> that would be my choice. Well, your final meal was fabulous. So thank you so much for telling me. So am I right in thinking that the whole point of this was that you're going to get this put together and sent to me at some point? Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to I will wait for that. Okay. I'll try and send it all. <laughs> and then I'll just say, uh, can you film it to see if you actually finish it all? Yeah. <laughs> I think may I could. take I think you I could. a whole day. <laughs> but <laughs> you underestimate amazing. me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now for biscuit of the week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week? So my biscuits, um, I've, uh, so I've finished, there've been three different types. So I finished, I started the week finishing a pack of 
borders um biscuits chocolate ones with um ginger mm-hmm. they have like a they're very nice but the reason i started the week on them is because we decided that we were eating too many of them um and that we should get healthier biscuits whatever that is um so that was my start of the week and then okay. i then had nens you know the brand that do like um they do like oat cakes i think is their sort of main thing oh yes yeah we used to have so those they, as a school snack <laughs> yes that's it they're very school snacky they have that vibe um they have a range of biscuits and they have they use they do the ginger ones that i used to eat a lot of before but they also now do chocolate ones with chocolate chips in them. So Ooh. I thought, are these a good alternative to the, to, you know, borders? Like <laughs> obviously they're no, they're completely different, but they still yeah. have that chocolate here. They're quite nice with like an afternoon cup of tea. So I have had those this week. They're quite nice and they come in packs of like four, I think, or five. So we just share them like to me and my partner work from home. So if it was just me, I'd have all four or five in one sitting, but we'll share them. So that's quite <laughs> nice. They're like handy little pack. Um, so I've been having those. And then, of course, the classic, which I always have in my cupboard, is rich teas. So I've had some rich teas as well because they're my favourite. Like I feel like uh, no matter what biscuit I go to, at some point I'll always have a rich tea in the week. So those are my three, my three biscuits. And I absolutely love Borders, but I think I'll be sticking with the Nairns from now on because there's so much festive indulgence to come that I'm making space. (laughs) I'm making space by removing Borders for a while. And what do you rate each of them out of 10? Okay, so the borders are going to be a 10 out of 10. Like that's that's just the best biscuits ever. Like dream biscuit, super crumbly. Like the chocolate is, I mean, it's like having a chocolate bar and a biscuit. So, so, so good. And the flavors, like every time I have, I've had the orange one, so orangey, the ginger one, really fiery. It's getting a 10. The Nairn's biscuits, I would say for what they are, they're very good. Like they're not giving you that crumbliness, but you know, they're meant to be a healthier biscuit. I think they're oats based, those biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, for what they are, I'd say they're quite good. So I, I would give them like a seven. Um, Strong. Because they're quite, they're quite chocolatey. I give them a seven. And I think the fact that they're in packs is good for portion control. So you're never going to eat the whole pack or you, if you, if you do, you've got to open at least four mini packs. So at least you're doing a bit of work to get to them. So <laughs> I'm going to give them a seven and then rich teas. I'm going to give them a 10 just because they're a classic. Like to me that I don't think you can beat a rich tea. I know, I know they get a lot of flack sometimes. I do watch the uh, Sunday brunch um, biscuits and they, sometimes they get, what is it they call it when they throw them out or they put them in? I can't remember, but sometimes they get picked as like the worst one. And ne- I never understand, but I'm going to give them a 10. I love them something comforting about a rich tea my grandma used to have them so like for me they're the perfect the perfect biscuit well thank you for telling me those they sound <laughs> like fun i have been eating aldi's version of hobnobs this week Ooh, are they good they're good yeah they um they taste less sugary than the normal hobnobs oh okay but truth be told i'm more of a digestive person and I just thought, oh, I'll switch things up. Because <laughs> obviously, it's a very wild life if you want to switch things up with your biscuits. Feel like something unique. Feel like taking a risk. Yeah. Going to go Why for the not? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've actually never... I shop in Lidl a lot. Well, I used to before the pandemic, but now I tend to just order things in. But I used to go mm. into Lidl quite a lot because I love their 
cakes on all of the favorites i haven't been able to go to aldi as much because there's not one near me um but i just love that you can get things that are just like i'm yeah. gonna go back because they have their the little baileys and they're just if you compare it price wise it's just yeah, so much cheaper and it's amazing so I'm stocking up for, I'm going back. I haven't been to Little in a while, but I'm going back to stock up for my Christmas fake Baileys. <laughs> little yeah, Baileys. Aldi's fantastic. Yeah. I might have to pop in. I'm going to have to like do a little visit. I think I've heard so much, especially about all their skincare and stuff as well. Like, I have to do a, spe- a special little visit. That's very try the miss, though, because you can't, it's not always in every supermarket. It depends oh, okay. on the size of the shop, but it sometimes is there on the middle aisle. You have no idea, but it's, it's a guessing game. It's fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of part of the fun. What will I find today? Am I getting face I cream? Am I getting hobnobs? Great, what, garden what furniture. Will I, what will I find in Aldi's middle aisle? Some fabulous yeah. purchases I have made <laughs> from the middle aisle before, like my clogs. This- <laughs> Really? You know when you nip, you need to nip out the house to take the bins out or something? Yes, okay. I don't yeah. own sliders. Okay. So they had gardening clogs in the middle aisle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> they're bright pink. Fantastic. Okay, they sound like fun. Yeah. Now I hear that they're bright pink. They sound like fun. Yeah. I mean, and I you, wouldn't... Just because they're gardening ones, you don't have to garden in them. <laughs> I wouldn't wear them... Other than for a, say, for example, there's a an emergency or I need to pop somewhere, but I would never go out in them. But not going out out in them, yeah. I wouldn't even leave the house in them properly. No, but that's <laughs> one of the many locked out. <laughs> yeah, one of the many exciting things you can find in the middle aisle. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a visit to see what I can find. This could be a whole new podcast, what I found in the middle aisle of Aldi. Oh well if you want to do it as a duo, I'll I'll definitely yeah. do that. <laughs> They've got all their Christmas stuff at the moment. It's already come out. So there's like oh. loads of Christmas stuff. I only know this Amazing. because there's an Aldi about two minutes up my road. So I go there a lot. <laughs> I would be in there if it was two minutes up the road, for sure. For sure, I would be in there a lot. <laughs> okay, so where can people find you? So I am on Instagram. So I'm the Baking Londoner on Instagram. I'm also on Pinterest. I'm doing a little bit more on there. I try being a little bit more active on Pinterest. Um and I'd have a, I have a blog as well. So it's just thebakinglondoner.com where I share some of the recipes that I make. Um, there are a few up there and just pictures of whatever I've been baking. So I also have a few bits on there. I've got like a, a Christmas um, gift guide for people who like baking. So I did that Ooh. last year. So I'll be updating it this year as well with some of my favorite bits. Um, so yeah, those that's where I kind of generally have... Uh, any of my musings or any bits that I've written, they'll be on one of those three spaces. And the links to all of those will be in the description. So please check those out. Okay, so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Uh, I have to say, I have to give a shout out to the people that have kept me happy and sane during lockdown. And that's my local coffee shops. There's um, There are some really, really nice ones. Um, where I am and actually the only interaction I had like a lot of people I think since just me and my partner live together and we were both working full-time from home and the only interaction we'd have with other people generally would be our walk to the coffee shop and 
they it's called Story Coffee, the one that's near me. And what they did in the pandemic was just uh, created a little sliding window serving hatch in their um, in their cafe, which was really clever and a really nice way to kind of, you know, that was a point where people weren't really sure of, of safety and what was safe. So it was a nice, safe way to be able to still get your coffee. And I still remember when I had my first one after quite a long time. Um, and they've just always been so friendly Um super super friendly and they make incredible incredible coffee and they do like little cakes too they make really nice carrot cake and pistachio donuts sometimes they have which is just the best um they don't have them all the time which is probably a good thing um (laughs) but they're just so lovely so they're my favorite story coffee and then there's another one around the corner for me called frenchy it's a cute little cafe again really really nice um and they are responsible for keeping me happy over what has been a very strange year or so. They sound lovely. Another place to add to the London list. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they do actually. I would recommend because they, they they have three branches, Story Coffee do, and one of theirs does brunch and they do a really, oh. really good French toast, like very mean French toast. Mm. Huge portions. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Okay, well, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. It's been so lovely to chat to you about all of your food favourites. Thank you. It's been amazing. I feel very hungry. Um, (laughs) I feel like I want this final meal to happen, but not as a final meal because I do want to eat after that. Um, But it's been really, really fun. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thanks so much. How fabulous was that episode with Berinda? I loved chatting to her so much, as you can probably tell by the length of this episode. We just had so much to talk about. And who doesn't want to spend an hour talking about food? I know I do. I spend nearly all of my life talking about food. And you may think that's an exaggeration, but it is really not. Anyway, if you would like to see more from Berinda, why not follow her at The Baking Londoner? The link is in the show notes, um, but you can also search on Instagram or her blog because both will be available and they are fantastic, so beautiful. And as I said many times, it just makes you want to bake. And I know that my bakes will not be as beautiful as hers. However, She does inspire me greatly and she's just a lovely human so I'm very grateful we had this chat. I do hope you enjoyed the many, many tangents we went on throughout this episode Um, (laughs) and Berinda's fear and hatred of bananas very much made me laugh. When I was editing it back I was laughing out loud as much as when we recorded the episode so I just thought that was hilarious. And our many detours in conversation and my rambling about my Aldi clogs. Um, <laughs> if you uh, follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on socials, you'll have probably seen me in my clogs. So, um, but if not, I will put a picture up when this episode goes live because who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> Speaking of socials, If you would like to see and hear more about me and the podcast, well, mostly the podcast, I don't indulge myself and just talk about my life constantly, you'll be grateful to know that it is mostly food polls and food content and food favourites and upcoming podcast guests. So if you're already subscribed, thank you very much. If you would like to subscribe 
after listening to this lovely episode, please do so. Um, but if you don't follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on socials, I suggest you do because you will be the first ones to know about upcoming episodes and all the exciting foodie stuff. So if you would like to do that, that would be very fabulous of you. If you have enjoyed this episode and you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you could spend less than a minute or so to leave a rating and review, that would be so fantastic of you because that helps people find out about the podcast, it spreads the word. But yes, if you'd like to leave a review or if you would like to share this episode with someone who you think would enjoy it, please do. You don't necessarily have to share it on social because I I know I share what podcasts I've been listening to, but that's because I'm obsessed with podcasts. But if you're not and you listen to this frequently and you think someone else may like this episode, please share it with a friend because that would be very lovely of you. So thank you. I hope you are having a lovely day whilst you are listening to this. Um, Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. It's so, so lovely that you do that because it just makes my day that people actually listen to the podcast. It's so fabulous. Anyway, I hope you have a lovely day and I will speak to you soon. So, bye! series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat.